Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And, you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? (laughs) Or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and I realize that this actually might be my last episode I do from my parents' house. I'm not sure. I feel like there's a small chance that I might not have a new episode next week, and that's only because I will be, like, fully moving. So, like, I just am not really sure. But so just giving you that warning right now that we might not have a new episode next week, or I might try to do it, like... Sunday morning, but I am going on a wine bus on Saturday. And the thing is, um, is that I don't know how hungover I'm going to be, uh, you know, just giving that to you in the most calm way possible. But yeah, you know, so I'm not really sure what's going to be going down next week. So like, bear with me, but I'll try to make this episode good. I almost didn't do one this week, obviously, because I'm like packing and I'm tired. But I was like, you know what? I... I just I feel off balance when I don't do an episode. You know what I mean? It's like it just feels off. You know, I feel like I got things to talk about, you know, and like I'm in an interesting mood today. I feel like it's been a high and lows day. Like it's been a real fucking emotional roller coaster. I did a lot of packing. I felt good about that. But then I went to the bathroom. I took the least satisfying shit I've had in years. Like, you know, when you take a poop and you just had to like fight it. And it's like it literally I was in the bathroom for so fucking long. And um, I just had this image, by the way, that like at one point, you know, at some point, I imagine that like I'll get to the point where I like meet Scotland's family and like hopefully they never listen to this podcast. But if they do, like what if this is the first episode they listen to? Like what if they randomly choose and this is the one and just like in the first minute and 40 seconds, I'm already talking about my struggle shits like Oh, well. Um, So (laughs) hopefully all the rest of my dazzling personality will make up for the story. But anyways, I just feel like, listen, I just feel like we don't talk about it enough is just how a poop can change your day. Sometimes I wake up. I mean, I poop every morning. I have Crohn's disease. But like sometimes I wake up and I just have like the most amazing shit. And I'm like, you know what? This is going to be a good fucking day. Like, I don't care what happens this is going to be a good day. And then other days, you know, like tonight, I'm in a good mood. And then I just literally like I was supposed to start this podcast like 30 minutes ago. I've just been in there struggle shitting. And this is what I keep trying to explain to Scotland about why I don't like to poop at his house. It's not that I'm afraid it's going to smell or anything like that. It's that like I know sometimes the duration it takes for me to take a poop. And it's like and then I know if it's really bad, I'm going to be in this bad mood. And I just don't want like our time is precious. I don't want to waste it on my poop anger. So, you know, it's just better for me to not or like when he takes the dog, like if I'm staying with him, he'll like take the dogs out to poop. And that's when I like run into the bathroom and he always laughs at me for it. But I'm like, listen, it's it's not you. It's the poo. Like it's it's really it's just a situation. So anyways, um, once again, this was not what I had written down to talk about here at the beginning of the podcast. And yet 
here we are. So, yeah, it just like it, it, it was a rough time. But what I wanted to say in the beginning of this podcast is happy International Women's Month. Today is that I'm recording. It's Tuesday. It's International Women's Day. And I just have to say, like, I am very proud to be a woman. I mean, I have been in many situations that it's been very shitty to be a woman. But overall, like, I am nothing but proud. And I just feel like I got so lucky in the fact that, like, I am just surrounded by strong women. I know I've talked about this before a bunch, but, you know, it never gets old to talk about. And, you know, obviously, like, I love my mom. She is a total badass. And, you know, she was working and, you know, still managing to, like, bake for everything, like, everything. And, okay, let me slip the story in here really quick. And I don't remember if I've talked about this yet, but Scotland is a soccer coach and um, refuses to let me be a snack mom. And it makes me so mad because I just feel like this is what my mom prepared me for. Like, you know, was this she always made the best snacks, like obviously. And I also have a story about this later in the podcast. Also, I feel like, um, you know, Scotland just being shoved to the end of the podcast is just like not a thing anymore. No one puts Scotland at the end of the podcast. But um, anyways, so my mom would make like I was on the one soccer team I was on that went to championships. I think as I got older, a few more went. But like when I was a kid, I was on a team called the Ferocious Frogs. And this was the year that they let me name the team. And frogs were my favorite animal. And I, um, my mom made like frog shaped sugar cookies. And it was just like the shit, you know? And she was just like always on it, you know? So that was super cool. Obviously, like I have a sister that's baller. She's having a girl. Like that's awesome. I'm super excited about that. You know, my aunts have always been a big part of my life. Of course, I've talked about my Aunt Tiffany and my Aunt Kristen. And, um, you know, uh, I, I just I got really lucky. And I also have to say, you know, and I think I've mentioned this before, too, but, you know, it just never gets old. It's like I professionally in my professional career, I've had a lot of female bosses, which I think is so cool because it's very rare, you know, and, um, you know, I, I in my jobs growing up, like I didn't always have, you know, all my part time jobs were historically run by men. And I remember specifically when I worked at my job in high school, like I remember being like passed up for like positions and, you know, like all my all my guy coworkers were getting like promoted or like let have more responsibility. And even though I was the one like literally on my hands and knees, like scraping clean the floorboards, it was like I wasn't good enough. And, you know, that was kind of to me, my first experience with feeling like, oh, maybe I'm getting passed up on this job because I'm a female. Like, it was just really uh, interesting. So then, like, as I turned into my professional career, you know, when I worked in radio, you know, obviously I've had my boss, Natalie, on the podcast with me. Also, my other boss's name was Amber. And uh, our, our general manager was also a female. And we had a bunch of, like, female salespeople and, like, they were just always so badass. And I just feel like I got really lucky to have been a part of, you know, 
this awesome like female upbringing and you know they always made me feel like so badass and I feel like you know there's this this horrible thought that women are just like super competitive with each other and they don't let each other like rise up which I think there's some women who are like that but you know not all I I feel like that's not the majority you know so then when I went to Oregon you know one of the only good parts of my experience in my opinion was getting to work for you know Val and I definitely do not tell her this enough or at all, honestly. Um, But she was like a huge part of like why I feel I was successful and why I feel like I would be a good leader for other people because she just like really took me in and it was so awesome. Like obviously Oregon was not this great experience. I talk about this all the time. Um, You know, mentally, I just like was not there at all. And, you know, I, I didn't have the best in my opinion, I didn't didn't have this great relationship with all of my coworkers. Um, you know, there was certain men that I worked with that just really treated me poorly and I hated it. But it didn't it didn't affect me as much because I got to work for Val and she was like really made sure that like I knew what I was doing and it always felt like she wanted me to be better. And like I just thought that was so cool. Like she wanted me to be like the best I could be and like for someone to you know have had no reason to need to pull me up like that like she did and I just thought it was super cool and then um even in my temp job at Aero Precision I worked for uh, I worked on a fe- all-female team and that was really great and then now um you know my professional job right now I absolutely love my boss and she is such a strong, strong woman. And I work in a group with a bunch of strong women. Um, You know, my boss is named Marina, one of my coworkers, Linda, like, I just I admire them so much. And I just got like really lucky to have this professional upbringing of women. So, you know, obviously, like my my female friends are bad ass. Like my female friends are so badass. Like they're out here, like working their asses off their jobs, being moms, like being freaking moms, like, which is just, I think the most badass and tough thing you can do, you know, like going back to school, you know, um, just making decisions for themselves, like putting themselves out there dating. Like, I think that's fucking, I know that's hard. So like when I see my friends doing it, I'm like, good for fucking you. And anyways, um, so happy international women's day. I really believe that women can do anything and everything that they want. So, um, yeah, uh okay so uh on another note obviously I mentioned that I'm moving and um my therapist was he wasn't giving me a hard time you know I got a new therapist I love him I have to say my therapist journey has been a struggle to say the least like especially like it in the time I've been back here in Livermore and at this new job like I could not find a therapist I like but I love this guy. I love this guy. So anyways, um, he was giving me a hard time today because I'm moving and I just have the hardest time asking for help. So I didn't. And I was like complaining about paying the movers. And he was like, well, you didn't ask anybody. And I was like, OK, bitch. But he said something to me that was like very life changing. Obviously, I'm still paying the mover, so it didn't change me that much. But I mean, like it was just so wise. that I thought I would share it with other people who were like, you know, may categorize yourself as a people pleaser. Um, but he said he was like, how do you think it makes your friends feel when you like reject their help? And I was like, oh, damn, bitch. Like he put it like that. 
Like he fucking read me my rights for sure. And I was like, okay. He's like, how would you feel if you like, you know, and I'm like, I don't, I don't get like offended if a friend, if I'm like, oh, I'll help you move. And they're like, no, but I'm like, oh, I would have really liked to help you. Like, I wouldn't have been a burden to me. I would have genuinely like, you're my friend. I want to help you. And I was like, okay, fine, fine. Because I did have a few friends like reach out to help. But I just like, I don't know. I just like, I think too, sometimes I get like really in my head and I just, I feel bad making people work off like my schedule because I just know that like anything can change at any moment, which can happen to anybody. But it's just like, you know, I know like if I'm not feeling good, I don't want to like let somebody down. Anyways, I have all this fucking trauma and I have a good therapist. So we're going to like hash it out there. But I just thought it was really interesting. So the next time, you know, you might be feeling like really guilty about asking for help. You know, you can kind of think about that way and that totally, um, upgraded my mindset. So I wish I could ask my therapist to come on the podcast with me, but I feel like that might be inappropriate. But um, who knows? I think he is wonderful. And um, I'm super, super excited to have him. Uh, I have this really so I as you know, I keep a running note of like thoughts I have throughout the week to talk about on the podcast. And usually all the random thoughts come out here in the beginning. But I just have to ask this like question. And I just want to know like if anybody can explain it to me. So I'm obviously on TikTok 24 seven. In, in my defense, my television has been broken since January. So like in my downtime, I watch TikTok and um, which, <laughs> okay, can I just tell you this this little small conversation I had with Scotland about my fucking TV. So my TV's been broken since January, right? And he's like, why don't you just like return it from Costco? And you know, it's like always awkward. Like obviously we've had exes, right? But I'm like, uh, you know, I can't return the TV. And he's like, what? And I'm like, okay, I can't return the TV because like my ex bought the TV. Like I can't. And he's like, okay. So you like broke up with him and stole his TV. And I just like want it to be known, first of all, that like, I think I paid for half of it. I told him I paid for half of it. And I'm pretty sure I did. But like, even if I didn't, even if I didn't, everybody in my life has told me that I could have taken everything if I wanted to, based on how fucked up that ending was. And I just want to say that all I took was the fucking TV and there was a lot more that I could have taken and I'm not going to feel bad about keeping the TV. Okay, so listen, if you're going through a breakup right now and you want to take the TV, take it. Also, one of the things I regret is that I didn't take shit besides this fucking TV. Like I, I half regret it, half don't, but I was very much like, I don't want anything like fuck this guy, which like still fuck this guy. You know what I mean? Like whatever. I hope you have an okay life. I just like, I don't want to be a part of it and I don't care. But, um, I, I just didn't take like anything. And now I'm like, oh. Because I don't know if you guys remember who have, who have been listening to the podcast for a really fucking long time. I used to bitch about the fact that, like, I wanted a ring doorbell because, like, I'm afraid. And so, like, he got one, but he, like, never set it up, of course, right? Which was so fucking annoying. And so, but I, like, left the ring doorbell. I was like, why didn't you fucking take the doorbell? Like, anyways, this is me just being mad at myself. Uh, I have no idea what I was talking about before this. Oh, TikTok. Okay. So listen, I've been on TikTok a lot and I keep seeing people who like draw themselves a very beautiful looking, relaxing bath, right? Which 
I myself, I, I'm a bath girl. I love a good bath. I haven't done it in a very long time, but I used to, during the pandemic, I was taking baths in, in my parents' house all the fucking time. Anyways, I keep seeing people who are able to eat in the bathtub. And I just cannot wrap my mind around this. I just think this is like a high level sociopath. I don't I I genuinely don't understand, like genuinely don't understand. So if you're one of those people who can eat in the bathtub, there are so many ways to contact me. Please, you can email me through my website at ashleysleek.com. You can tweet me. You can TikTok me. Is that a verb yet? Um, You can talk me. You can Instagram me. I, I you can Facebook me at Ashley Sleek on all platforms. I need you to explain yourself. I need to understand this because this to me just sounds like the most disgusting thing in the whole world. And I can't wrap my mind around it. So please help me understand how you can do that. It's just like so many things can go wrong. So many things can go wrong. And I understand the idea that like, okay, well, now I can like wipe my hands easy because I dip them in the water. But now you're like sitting in your own. And I know you're already sitting in your filth. But like, why? Why would you add food to that? And like, there's nothing more disgusting to me than like soggy bread. Like if a bread, you know, when you used to go like to the lake, which was not often for I like, I mean, we went all the time to Lake Tahoe. So I guess that's not true. But like, I'm not a naturally a water person anymore. Um, I only say that after the stingray incident, obviously. Uh, anyways, I just, I, I, this isn't not relevant, but like if, if someone brought like sandwiches and their bread got soggy, like that just makes me want to die. I didn't think I'd get so passionate there. So anyways, please let me know. Um, also, <laughs> I wanted to give this um, important podcast shout out. So as you guys know, my favorite podcast is actually That's a Bop um, with Eloy. I've had him on my podcast before. I've had the honor of being on his podcast and he's having a guest this week, which I thought is super cool. So um, he's having Lawrence on. And I think that, uh, you know, to talk about their music. And I just think that's super exciting. So if you haven't yet, make sure you go check out Actually That's a Bop. Um, You can listen to them on Spotify. Make sure you subscribe. I am definitely going to be doing that tomorrow. There and well, today when this comes out, his episodes also drop on Wednesday. So Wednesday is like the hot podcast day. It's like if you are not listening to I'm sorry, what? And actually that's a bop on Wednesdays. It's like, what are you even doing with your life? You know what I mean? So anyways, just wanted to give that shout out. And then apparently I have to do some retractions. Listen, here's the deal. It's like sometimes I say things on the podcast and I guess they're wrong. Here's the thing. So if you watch Ted Lasso, you'll understand. I have the the mind of a goldfish, which, you know, is is the, what Ted Lasso says to one of his players. So that way they would forget about, you know, um, like a mistake that they made because they were like, I think he said, like, what's the happiest animal or whatever? It's a goldfish because it's got a memory of like two seconds or whatever. So like, I don't have a very good memory. However, some stories I won't always claim that I don't remember correctly, but I remember these things in my head this way. First of all, my best friend's not an eight. She's a nine. So when I said both my eights were giving me a hard time at the background of my podcast, which, you know, right now it's very ratchet, but that's because I'm moving a bunch of shit behind me. Um, she's actually a nine. So I'm a retract there. I also forgot to include 
the part where my my best friend from high school who just turned 30 and yep we are that age hello 30 flirty and thriving uh she came with me to view all the apartments and view the apartment that I ended up getting so I just I didn't give her the shout out she deserves so I made I dragged her ass down to San Jose with me into the very very rundown first apartment that we went to and then leading up to the main one I also think I forgot to mention that Scotland was the one who found my apartment he sent it to me and then you know apparently my version of my sister meaning Scotland where you know I said she said that um you know, don't fuck it up. That was that was not true. So, uh, you know, she was rightfully upset because, you know, she said that if you're a Vanderpump Rules fan, you know, um, there was this really awkward part of um, Stassi's mom, like kind of getting in Stassi's face. And she was like, don't fuck it up with Bo. Like, you're not going to do better or some shit like that. So she didn't want us to come off like Stassi's mom. So that's that's fine. That's fine. It's just listen, Scotland told me not to let the truth get in the way of a good story. So I didn't. Um, <laughs> OK, listen, I'm going to do a quick Kanye corner because I have to um, only this is just what I want. to. I just need to get this out and I need it to be like said at this point. Like if you see what's going on with Kanye West as anything other than abuse on Kim Kardashian, I don't want to hear your opinion on anything like if you are not at the point now where you see how problematic this is. I listen, I'm never one of those people who's like, fuck your views. Like if we don't have the same views, like, fuck you. Like I've never been that way. OK, so this is not what I'm saying. I'm just saying more like, OK, I guess this is what I'm trying to get at. If you are not seeing this as a problem, I think you need to educate yourself because like this is so bad. And like so basically in case you missed it, Kanye West put out this music video for whatever trash song he's trying to promote these days. And basically he's like burying alive a like Pete Davidson lookalike. And can we not forget for the love of God, the shit that Pete Davidson has been through. OK, like take apart the fact that like obviously his dad died at a very young age right and in 9-11 so tragic you know he comes up as a comedian he's got Crohn's disease he's got like bags under his eyes everybody always makes fun of and you know obviously like I am I, I don't see I don't have an opinion on him and Ariana Grande split but it's looked at a lot from Ariana Grande's side as it should because she was going through a lot but you gotta imagine from Pete Davidson's side like the ridicule that he also got when Mac Miller p passed away, you know, was a lot. So it just feels like this guy really can't like catch a break. And I feel like Kanye is taking this to such an extreme level. And Pete's out here constantly talking about his like mental health struggles and, you know, just like fight to want to stay alive every day. So I just don't understand. Like, and you can say Pete Davidson has made fun of Kanye on SNL in the past, but nobody is taking a fake body of Kanye and burying it in the ground. And like, cause that's not funny. It's also like he thought it was going to be funny to put a bunch of like pretend naked bodies in a bed together with like Taylor Swift on a music video. It's just like Kanye is like, it's just not funny anymore. And like it, it needs, he needs help. Like somebody just like come get him. And I don't know. Sometimes I just like resist talking about him altogether, but I just wanted to make the statement like 
that I just feel like this is at this point abuse on Kim Kardashian. And I feel like we have the chance to do better as a society to like notice that something's wrong. Like this is so blatant in the media. Like it is in our faces. And I just like and I read a post the other day. Someone said like if Kim Kardashian with all the money in the world and all these resources, including the fact that she's like studying to be a lawyer herself, can't seem to like be able to break of her toxic ex. Like how do you how do you imagine like women in abusive relationships like without those resources feel? So like, listen, I try not to make it too fucking serious here on the podcast, but at the same time, like I just think it's such a miss to not talk about this in particular. And so even if you're not a Kim Kardashian fan, which is fine. I just think that we need to recognize this, what's happening right now in the media and just like try to do better and like just don't support him. It's that simple. Like it's that fucking simple. Like maybe if he just doesn't have, you know, all of this to, you know, make him give him like a a platform or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. I just feel like we need to be better about identifying it anyways. okay. so I'm going to like swatch switch from that. Okay, we're going to go into something a little bit like happier slash sassier. But like, okay, so I was out. Obviously, I mentioned it was my best friend Jenna's 30th birthday this weekend. And so I uh, went to dinner with her and her family and her sister was talking about how like Katy Perry's Roar is like one of the worst songs ever, right? And it cracked me up because I've never heard somebody hate on this song that much. I was like, oh my God, I've I've literally never heard someone hate on Katy Perry Roar. But like, listen, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. So just led me to the question of the week this week. Like, what what are those songs that you just like absolutely hate? Um, this first one really hurt me. And listen. You're entitled to your own opinion, but I just want you to know right now that you're wrong because their answer was party in the USA. And this is why I just think, listen, I don't, I just think that you haven't had the right experience with party in the USA. So let me just like paint you a little picture that's, I think, going to change your mind. Imagine this. You're at a wedding. Okay. Um, and DJ Ashley Sleek is behind the turntables um, slash her laptop with an aux cord in it. Um, virtual DJ was up. I was able to mix songs. Anyways, that's not important. Okay. So. She's had a couple beers, uh, maybe four at this point. And, uh, you know, she did tell the bride and groom in, in general, like, if you would like to book me, I am going to play back to back Miley Cyrus. What I did not did not specify was that I would be also taking the mic into the crowd turned on and singing Party in the USA to the crowd of dancers as in the wedding guests. Now, I feel like if you got to experience that version of party in the USA, you too would want to party in the USA. You know what I mean? So you're entitled to your opinion, but let me give you a new experience. Um, The country song that mentions Applebee's and being fancy. I think it's, oh, we're fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Got that barbecue steak and the Oreo shake is that what he says. I actually I only know the song from TikTok. And I think the reason that um, this particular commenter commented this is because he is more of a Chili's fan. And I feel like if that song said Chili's, maybe he wouldn't be as upset, which, by the way, Scotland's never been to Chili's. And if you know the Florin fam, we love Chili's. So um, it's it's going to be which is which is my family. 
case you don't know. Uh, we love chilies. I love chilies over Applebee's. I will fight that fight all day. He loves Applebee's, but he hasn't had chilies. So I feel like his opinion is invalid until he's had both. Um, I'm just going to read a couple more because I know we're <laughs> getting deep on time. Um, unpopular opinion, but yummy is freaking annoying. Yeah, you got that yummy. Yum. I agree. I think it is an annoying song. Like, I'm going to listen to it 100 times, but like, I'm a... I'm a top, like I've said, I'm a top 40 bitch. If you write some, some cheesy ass pop song, I'm gonna listen to it all day, every day. But I think that you're very fair. Um, it's a small world. Yeah. I don't, I don't go on that ride at Disneyland. Cause I, that, that's, that's just a straight nightmare. That is a nightmare to me. As you know, I kicked off my 2022 by getting COVID. Listen, it was, it was an interesting move on my part, but I did it anyways. And one of the best parts was I had to sit there and think about like all these things that I had to get done, right? But the one thing I didn't have to worry about was bread. I knew that no matter what, I at least could eat toast because my bread club was coming. And I really recommend, listen, nowadays we're going right back into isolation. You're not gonna wanna go out to the store. So why would you wanna go grocery shopping, sit around the bread area with all these hundreds of people trying to decide what bread to get when you could just get it delivered right to your door. The Keith Justo Bread Club is where it's at. I'm telling you, if you have a New Year's resolution to like be smarter, this is the way to do it, okay? You get, each month you get four different loaves. So you get two baguettes, a sourdough loaf, and then a surprise loaf, which I always think is so fun. And I have such a good time trying to figure out like what recipe I wanna use next. Like it's just the best. So I highly recommend that you get this bread club. You can sign up at kgbreadclub.com plus you are gonna get 50% off your first box just by using promo code SLEEK. You can find the whole link in my bio on Instagram at Ashley Sleek. That's kgbreadclub.com or find the link at Ashley Sleek on Instagram. So I got in trouble with my mom. <laughs> I got in trouble with my mom and God, if you know her, you're going to know like just how much trouble I got in with her because here's the situation. So like one of the stories I missed about like Scotland coming to meet my parents was that my mom is a baker. Like I know I mentioned in the beginning the snack mom thing and you know like she's she like this is the key to her heart right is baking. So like when new people come she bakes for them okay but Scotland told me that he doesn't like American treats and I used air quotes because I don't necessarily know what that means, obviously, because I fucked this up so bad. So basically, my mom's like, oh, my God, because we came over, you know, like kind of last minute and we did, you know, obviously brunch, like I said, with my with my friends. And then we like hopped over and, and saw my parents. And so it was like kind of this weird day where it's like weird time of day where it's like we're not going to eat lunch there. We already ate. You know what I mean? So anyways, it was like a little too early for wine, but we probably still could have done it. Um, but she's like. You know, even when we were in the kitchen doing our kumbaya gossiping, she's like, I just feel really bad that I didn't like make him anything. And I, I didn't want to make him cookies because I didn't want to like feel like he was forced to like eat something that he want to eat, which is like so fair because like I too like I've eaten many things that I didn't want to eat at people's houses because I don't want to be rude or I have to really be like, no, I have Crohn's disease and like I will blow up your bathroom. Please don't make me eat that. Um, It's the poop episode. And so anyways, uh, you know, she was like really devastated over this fact. And I could tell, I could tell it was fucking with her. Like I could just, you know, you know, your parents, like I was like, oh, man, I really like, I fucked with my mom on this one. So Wednesday, 
I go down to see Scotland. I cooked for him again, by the way. Wait, did I? Yes, I did. I made him um, chicken caprese uh, sandwiches with um, a side of deep fried ravioli and uh, all from Trader Joe's, of course, because I'm a TJ whore and um, he loved it. So I'm just saying the continual wife trapping by me is a 10 out of fucking 10, although I dropped the ball in the stupid cookie shit. In my defense, by the way, I bought him brownies from Ghirardelli and he rejected them. So like, how was I to think that he would like cookies? But when I got to his place, I saw a box of Costco cookies and I was like, what what are these? Like, why do you have these? You don't like cookies, which, by the way, I was stoked about because I love the Costco cookies. But then my dumb ass forgot to eat them and I'm still mad at myself about it. But anyways, that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is that um, he loves cookies. He fucking loves cookies. And you know what cookies he loves? Chocolate chip, which is very plain and basic. I know. But my mom's specialty is a chocolate chip cookie. So what did I do? I took I the one thing that she wanted to do, the one thing that was going to bring her joy in meeting Scotland was these fucking cookies. And I let her down. So don't worry. She whipped up a batch of cookies for me to bring to him tomorrow, Wednesday podcast day. But yeah, basically, I just like I dropped the ball so hard. And my poor mom, my poor mom, I feel like I had more to talk about with Scotland. But the thing is, is that um, I can't remember anything other than like this move. You know what I mean? Like and in case you're sitting here like, Ashley, why did you not ask Scotland to move with you? Move for move. Sorry. Move for you. Hi. Hi. Wow. Um, listen, I could cut that out, but it was funny and my face is so red right now. I'm going to leave it. Um, I would, why I didn't ask him to help me move is that he, um, his schedule does not align with my schedule and it was, and he was willing to help. I just don't want you to think that he is an asshole who like didn't offer to help me move. Um, he did say that he wouldn't help me build my furniture though. And I just like he didn't directly say that. And so I'm going to go with the not letting the truth get in the way of a good story. But let it be known. OK, I he does. I don't think he believes me when I say this. And I could be honestly, I could be making this up, but I think it's a good story. So I'm going to stick with it. But in the beginnings of us like talking, you know, back in the Bumble Bumble days, I was talking about moving and I was like, oh, yeah, one of the things I struggle with is like building furniture because I lack the patience. And um, he said he would help me. And then I've had that in my head this whole time because I remember making a joke because Kim also says, like one of my besties, you know, that she likes to build furniture. So I was like, well, I don't you know, I got Kim. So like, I'm good. You know, I, I feel like I pulled some joke like that, but I could be remembering this whole thing wrong. That's very possible. But I like my version of the story because then, you know, I brought it up recently and he's like, I hate building furniture. And I was like. OK, but when you were courting me, when you were like, I was like, are we already past the stage where you try to win me over? Like, I'm locked in now. Like, you don't have to, like, build furniture for me because I like you. Ugh. Anyways, so once upon a time, like I tried to build a bed frame by myself. Listen, I do. I will say this. Like, I, I have improved a lot over the years. I'm a lot more patient these days. So I think that I will be able to do it. But I will say this one time when I was living with Eloy and George, one of my fave living situations, obviously. Um, I mean, you know, I did also live in a garage and that was fun. So it, it's pretty hard to top. Anyways, I come. Uh, George comes home to me just like in the middle of my bedroom 
shambles, like parts everywhere, just a distraught look on my face, probably like a sad dog, you know, like a dog that had like an unsatisfying shit is probably what I looked like. And I was trying to build this bed frame all by myself. And um, George ended up building it for me. But now George lives in L.A. So I think I'm going to have to build a bed frame all by myself when it comes. And I'm not looking forward to it. So who knows? Maybe Scotland will change his mind and he'll help me. He really is a great guy. And I hope that this story doesn't sound bad at all. Um, the moral of the story is that I fucked up and my mom didn't get to make Scotland cookies and she's mad at me about it. So um, but it's OK. She only has a few more days of having to put up with my shit here and then I will merely be a guest in her house again and not a full time resident. So for my I'm sorry, what moment of the week? Um, I kind of went back and forth on this because I just want to talk about something that's been like annoying me. And I think it's like annoying because I can see it on social media. But like the reason I didn't want to talk about this is because I didn't want anyone to sit there and be like, oh, my God, is this about me? Like, is this about me? But you know what? If you think this is about you, then you're the problem, not me. So I'm no longer going to feel bad about it. So basically, like what I hate when I'm getting fucking annoyed seeing and this is very petty is like. You know, when you see a friend that was so fucking shitty to you be like a good friend to somebody else and you're like, fuck you. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, it's so annoying when you're like, I this person like I gave this person all of my friendship. I imagine it's kind of like, you know, when you see like your ex-boyfriend, like all of a sudden opening doors and shit for some other bitch. You're like, OK, fuck you. Like, couldn't get that. But it's almost worse. Friendship to me is just worse because it's like I was like so fucking good to this person and she was so fucking shitty to me. And then I'm like out here seeing her like I'll see someone's Instagram story of like, oh, you know, she sent me this and like, oh, there's like I'm like, what the fucking fuck balls? Like, I'm sorry. What? Like, how come you are getting this like great version of this person and I had to deal with like the trauma of her bullshit like how come I had to deal with like being absolutely crapped on by this person and being made made out to be like this horrible person losing other additional friends losing an entire group of friends over this and um like but 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 they get to still be like good friends with like the friends that I lost like that's cool I mean, that's fucking cool. Like, it just drives me fucking nuts. Like, it just drives me nuts. And it's funny because, like, I feel like the person that I'm, like, referring to in this particular story, like, it's not who, like, other people who are listening to this podcast might be thinking it is. But once again, like I said, like, if you think it's you or you think you know who it is, like, I then that's then you think that 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 person did what I'm saying. So, like, I'm then. Yeah good for you. But anyways, I just I, it just really fucking annoyed me. And I, I saw it. and I was like, ugh, like I am very moved on from a lot of the things in my past. Like there's obviously still things I need to work on or else I wouldn't be in therapy. But I feel like as far as like I've had a lot of like friend issues. And I think like right now I'm at the prime of my friendship life. I feel like I've only got the bitches in my friend group that like I, you know, that I I should have, you know, and there's some people that like are still my friends that I just I don't get to talk to enough. So like 
if you're like listening and you're like, oh my God, this girl doesn't talk to me. Is it me? Like, no, like I just, I fucking suck. But thank you for soliciting my podcast and loving me and knowing that I love you. I just am the worst fucking texter and communicator um, when it comes to like texting, like, you know, so anyways, but um, you know, I feel like, I feel like the people I don't talk to know that I don't talk to them. Right. And I feel like good in those decisions, but every once in a while you just see like, you, you like you end up not having that person in your life or like you're not friends with them on social media. So it's like easy to forget. But every once in a while, your mutuals post something and you're like, you know, what? fuck this shit, you know? So anyways, I'm sorry about moments are really um, a part of me getting out my anger. I told my therapist that like it, it's been hard to not have like because, you know, when you play grow up playing sports, you know, that's like this nice outlet for when you're like kind of feeling anger and stuff. And I was like, I don't play sports anymore. And I've noticed over the years, it's like, I don't know where to place all this anger. And I was like, although I do have the I'm sorry what segment of the I'm sorry what podcast, the I'm sorry what moment of the week. And, um, you know, that does that does help. <laughs> but I would like to like kick a ball or like throw like elbow a girl. You know what I mean? So anyways, he told me that to find a hobby or something. So, um, yeah, I'm going to try to get better. I, I for years really wanted like a punching bag and to like get into kickboxing. Um, I just like can't afford it right now, but I think I'd still be into it. Like, I feel like kickboxing would be fun, you know, because I, I feel like in my core, I'm not like an angry person. I um, am as Scotland constantly makes fun of me. Like I describe myself as a golden retriever, like very high energy, very loving, like very like party. But, you know, if you fuck with a golden retriever's like toy every once in a while, like they're going to growl at you. And that's kind of how I feel. Like I get growly and I get a little sassy and I get a little bit of attitude and I don't know where to put all that energy. So usually it's to here and then maybe to kickboxing. I don't know. Um, my dad suggested karate, but I feel like I don't have the balance for that. But we'll see. Anyways, if you have suggestions, please let me know. Um, but overall, I feel like I am actually, you know, pretty pretty mentally stable. Okay. I know I said earlier I was unstable, but I was just joking. I feel like it got together. Anyways, I don't need to justify my life to you all. Okay. Just going on tangents. I'm not going to have time to edit the podcast. So here's the end of the tangent because your girl's got to pack. I can't wait. I'm so excited to be in this new space. I can't wait to show everybody, you know, I'm going to be extra as fuck on TikTok. So make sure you're following me there. Um, and also, you know, I just want to say again, happy International Women's Day. And please don't forget to tell the women in your life how much you love them. We do not get tired of hearing it or like how proud you are of us. Like it's fucking International Women's Month. Like show your goddamn appreciation. But yeah, anyways, I just I just think that women are magical and you can do anything that you want to do. And don't forget to celebrate your fellow women. Men, don't forget to celebrate women in general. Just saying, I'll find you. <laughs> okay, I love you all so much. Please don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and download, especially the subscribes and downloads. They really help me out. And obviously, I would love to do this podcast forever and ever and ever. Like I said, I might need it, according to my therapist. Um, <laughs> okay, I love you all. Um, yeah. Have an amazing, amazing week. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check out Actually That's a Bop. That's my best friend Eloy's podcast. And yeah, I love you. Okay, bye.